at the top of the program, I did mention that there was uh, a quiet stand-in outside the Kimberley Mineral Sands office on Port Drive earlier on in uh, protest of uh, all of those trucks uh, that we've been talking about uh, coming through Broome when uh, they get uh, well and truly running with uh, exporting uh, the zircon out of Broome. 50 trucks a day, 49 some will say, but still, uh, that's a lot of trucks. Very lucky to have Wayne Bergman with us online. Wayne was one of those outside of the Kimberley Mineral Sands office. Wayne, thank you for taking our call. Yeah, um, Marble Gimby, Sandy, um, thank you for talking to me. Wayne, uh, we had a quick yarn with, well, had a conversation yesterday with Brendan Rankin from No Trucks. I believe they were there as well. Yes. Look, um, I think the broader community needs to be fully aware that I don't believe um, Kimberley Mineral Sands is being transparent, um, nor is Jan Steele, nor is Sheffield. They're allowing Kimberley Mineral Sands not to disclose fully the impacts on the broom community or things that they're doing for traditional owners. Um, we recently discovered that um, Kimberley Mineral Sands, through their major shareholder, Sheffield Resources, have cleared land um, out on country without heritage surveys or environmental approval. Um, and it's really upsetting because they keep telling us they respect traditional owners and um, that they would never do the wrong thing. And then we discover when they report to traditional owners, they tell us they have 100 workers out on site. And you look at their website, they, it says they have 350. Well, the, the point being is they use the smaller number to compare it with how many Aboriginal people they have employed so they can say they have a higher percentage. I mean, that is just bending the truth and not being transparent and upfront. The reality is... Kimberley Mineral Sands have not done a good job and they're not doing the right thing to engage and build traditional owners' capacity. Wayne, you are an ignorant man yourself and heavily represent uh, uh, people from around uh, that particular area, a, uh, a leader uh, as well that has a big focus on uh, what happens around the Kimberley with uh, legal credentials. The land clearing, is that happening on the Thunderbird site? That's, that is part of the Thunderbird project, um, clearing places for telecommunication towers. I guess, Sandy, you know, to the, the point I guess you're making is that I've spent my life trying to create a balance between traditional owners and looking after country about trying to carve out our place in the economy. Well, um, and you do it by trying to create relationships with mining companies. So we have tried to do the right thing, like the Native Tidal Act forces you to um, do, a, do a, an agreement. I mean, 
Sheffield was extremely aggressive during their expiration phase where they forced, they went, you know, to the tribunal to get their mining lease granted without a native title agreement. Um, their CEO and that at the time was saying there's a hundred million dollars worth of benefits to the community. Um, well, um, their most recent report, so they have spent on their website 484 million, so they're 95% complete. Of that, traditional owners contracts is 1.4 million. That is 0.002 of a percent. So I kind of think we, we need a national conversation. We need the state to intervene in, in this. We need the Commonwealth to intervene. It's our taxpayers' money that got this project up and running. Our taxpayers' money um, have put in $150 million to get this project up. But they, and, and NAIF, Northern Australia, um, have failed because it's marshmallow obligations. Obviously, they have because um, the company just does what it likes anyway. So why why is the community, if they've done the right thing, so upset? Why are traditional owners so upset? Clearly, um, the engagement of this company um, aren't welcome and there needs to be alternatives found. If not, they should leave it in the ground. Were there many people outside of their offices this morning as part of that peaceful protest? Well, there was just a small number of us, uh, traditional owners and... Um, the uh, communities against um, trucking in Broome. So um, we didn't notify anyone properly. We just wanted to do a low-key thing to demonstrate our frustration. But I think the next lot coming, um, there'll be a lot more notification of it um, so more people can participate. Um, I, I just don't understand how you think you could steamroll the community um, and there's only one access road in and out of town. Um, if anything, industry should have learnt um, and that is if you don't have the community on side, you don't have a social licence to operate. If you can't, um, you, you know, like, God, I was on the other side of the fence in James Rice Point, right? Um, without the community on side, your project is smashed. So I'm just surprised that the company is heavy-handed and prepared to um, force its way at any cost. And Wayne, just lastly, going back to the land clearing on the Thunderbird site, have uh, Nigna traditional owners been consulted widely? We have, through the prescribed body corporate, we have put notices out um, because we've raised these questions with Thunderbird to prove to us that they have had the appropriate clearances in place um, because we've questioned this. Wayne, thank you for taking our call. Thank you. Wayne Bergman, uh, representing Niganamangla people, also a community leader with legal credentials and as he mentioned he has experience himself with the opposition and mining projects and is not too impressed 
not happy at all. Just like uh, a whole lot of other folks in reference uh, to how uh, Kimberley Mineral Sands is pretty much uh, going about business since they've been uh, given the green light to port, uh, uh, import, uh, export, excuse me, their uh, product uh, out of broom in the near future, which will bring uh, 50 trucks a day through the town, which is quite a lot of trucks. And uh, with that, uh, a lot of dust as well.